Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello and welcome to the Fangirls Podcast, a place for fun, fandoms, friendship, and most importantly, fangirling. I'm Julie, and film buffs get excited because today we are talking all about the Oscars. And when I say we, I mean me and our lovely correspondent, Miss China. Welcome back, friend. Hello, hello. So this is your Christmas. Most nerdiest time of the year for me. And this year we're kind of getting ahead of the schedule and we're making some fun Oscar predictions. Before we jump into today's episode, you did something really fun in January and I'm so envious of it. Tell all of our listeners all the fun you had in January. Oh, I went full movie nerd in January and it was was probably the funnest nerd time I've ever had. So what I did, I've been an AFC A-list member forever, like since it started. And I realized like last year I didn't really go to the movies a lot and I needed to use my membership to its fullest power. So I literally went to movies like three times a week, all of January. So we're talking like 15 films. Like there were moments where I was watching random movies because I had run out of movies to watch because I was going so many times. I'm sure the specific theater that I was going to all the time, they kept being like, wasn't you just here? (laughs) I would do double features and like go see a movie, go to happy hour downstairs at Lazy Dog and then go right back to the movies. So I'm sure they were like, this girl is here way too much. But (laughs) I definitely rocked the challenge. I did 15 movies in January it's still going pretty strong. I had, to, I had to take a week off for family and my cousin's wedding, but, and it's been a mission for sure to like coordinate the schedule, but also such a nerd time. And I love it. On top of seeing these 15 movies, you challenged yourself to give hot takes on all the movies that, that you're watching from AMC, right? Oh yeah. No, I have to have something to keep me accountable for sure. So I started parking lot reviews. So once I leave the theater, I go out into my car, literally immediately after the theater, go out to my car and do like a hot take one minute video or on my thoughts on it and like rank it with like one to five stars and upload it to Instagram and TikTok and hopefully start film conversations. It's kind of what I want to do. Like I miss having a bunch of film nerds around to have all these conversations. So it's kind of like, hey, this is, these are my hot takes. Tell me yours. What are your thoughts? How you, what do you think about my hot takes? Did I miss something? And there's been some interesting conversations that have come out of it, which is cool. So if you guys are wondering what movies to go see, check out Miss China on Parking Lot Reviews on Instagram and TikTok. Yeah, come hang out. Come be nerdy with me. Talk film with me. So since you started Parking Lot Reviews, what movies are getting the most questions or conversations? I think it's a mix of people coming on and being like, I'm super about it or I'm super not about it or what is crazier is that people haven't heard of some of the movies that I've seen, even though they are showing in theaters, which is cool. For Madam Web, I got a lot of, you rounded that up? Why? And I'm like, oh, I should, <laughs> you're right. I shouldn't have rounded that up. I should have rounded it down to be real. Or movies like Poor Things that people are either like they get it or they don't get it or it's just way too weird for them. And I like seeing other people's taste in movies. I know my taste in movies is very specific. I've already had some interesting conversations with legit friends of mine who... We would normally have similar tastes in movies, but then Lisa Frankenstein comes out and they're like five stars. I love the unchanged this. And I was like, it was too much for me. I just love the the conversation that comes out of difference of opinions, which is cool. I'm ready for some tea. Are you ready for some tea? Oh, always. All right. This is the part of the show where we spill the tea. This means spoilers, but 
In this case, for this specific episode, we're talking all about Oscar predictions. So if you want some fun, juicy Oscar tea, stay tuned, my friends. Like we mentioned earlier, the Oscars are your Christmas. What's your earliest slash most favorite memory of the Oscars? I think it really, really became a thing in college. Getting together to watch any award show, to be honest. The first part of this is not an Oscar thing because it happened at the SAG Awards. And it's when they started doing the Scorsese shot. Every time Scorsese was mentioned, like we do a shot, which I'm so excited for because he is nominated this year. I know you're coming over. We're not doing shots. We'll do like sips of Scorsese. Um, (laughs) That's what we're doing. I'm excited for those. Love every year that he's nominated or like every year that he makes a movie, we're all like, okay, so we're bringing the shots back. (laughs) (laughs) It's great. And then, you know, last year's was great too because it was like the first time I actually had like a friend over to to hang out in Vegas and it ended up being like for the Oscars and it was dope. So hats off to you for that, for coming over. Aww, you're too and kind. And we'll continue the tradition this year. So excited. So in terms of the Oscars, you've covered a lot of ground in making sure that you've watched a vast amount of, of Oscar nominated films. How far did you get? You know, I'm not as far as I normally am, to be honest. I have seen every Best Picture nominated film, which is big because obviously there's a lot of nominations in all of those 10, 10 films but some of the smaller ones I haven't seen um, I did go watch all of the live action and animated shorts because they are showing at the AMC theaters right now which is so cool that they put that on but I'm working through it I'm we're still like two weeks out so I still have a couple more films that I, ha- I can see that are streaming thank thank the heavens for streamings right now because right. it's easier to like easier to find stuff that you've missed in theaters which is cool so since you've seen about 75 percent of the Oscar nominated films so far what oscar nominations are you questioning and are judging right now like i said in a previous uh, episode i will always have words for barbie and past lives not being yeah. nominated for more things they are legit nominated for best picture and but then everything that leads up all the little lego blocks to make best picture were not also nominated for it's very strange to me zone of interest i don't get it <laughs> that was a that was a one star review for me Mm-hmm. And I, after reading some of the comments, I also was not the only one who didn't understand. So why that is nominated for Best Picture was kind of weird for me. And then like the most hilarious one is that the Hot Cheeto movie is Oscar nominated for the song. It's so funny to me. <laughs> I had no idea. Yeah, I'm it's today it's years so old. funny to me. I haven't I've... seen it, but I, I definitely am going to have Hot Cheetos at the Oscar party. Like oh, I feel okay. like yes. it's a must. Serious question time. Who do you think is going to take home the most Oscars? You know, if we're going to follow suit with all the other award shows that have been happening in the beginning part of the season, it's probably going to be Oppenheimer or Killer of the Flower Moon. They're already winning so many things already. I would be shocked if it wasn't them. So my next serious question for you, who do you think is the biggest underdog? Oh my God, the two that I wanted more nominations for, like Barbie and Past Lives. If they win a bunch of stuff, I'm going to be the happiest person. While they didn't get as many nominations as I believe they should have, they're beautiful films, very important, very intense messages, highly recommend. I was torn between America Ferrera and Divine Joy. Randolph, yeah. phenomenal. And they're yeah, competing absolutely. against each other in the same category. And I was like, ah, oh, okay, if one of them wins, world peace, right. world peace, right. the next step. All right, well, here's the fun part of the show. This is where, where we put our Oscar predictions out into the universe and we see where we land. So who do you have for best original song? Okay. Billie Eilish. What am I made for? There we go. That's who I put down too. (laughs) 
Yeah. Facts. But also, I, I really want her to win. But really what I'm excited for is to see Ryan Gosling perform I'm Just Ken. Like, I hope all the oh. Kens show up for it, right? Like, Michael Sarah's there. Simo's there. Like, I just want them all to come. But also, I love that, like, Ryan Gosling is going to be on the Oscar stage as Ken. It's going to be gold. It's going to be gold. What a time to be alive, right? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Best motion picture. You know, I want it to be past lives, but it's probably going to be Oppenheimer or Kill of the Flower Moon. Best adapted screenplay. Oh, Barbie. 100%. 100% Barbie. Yeah. If I feel like Barbie has a chance of winning anything based on the rest of the categories, I'd give it to that category. Best director. It's going to be Scorsese for me, literally for the shots, both the film shots and the <laughs> alcohol shots. This is where I'm at because Scorsese, Scorsese's style is so stunning. Like the way that he does his films is so stunning. But also, I want them to say his name a bunch so we can take some shots. <laughs> Best actor. But I'm going to go with Paul Giamatti. And he won the, the Golden Globe for it, right? right? So like, there was a chance here. Like, right. Because he is phenomenal in holdovers. All right. Who are we going for Best Actress? Oh, Lily Gladstone. Not only was her performance so good and so heartbreaking, the amount that she had to lose her family members over and over again in one film, just heartbreaking. Best supporting actress. I would go with Divine. 100%. Divine for the kitchen scene alone. Okay, so just the scene where like she's breaking down in the kitchen after like kind of drinking way too much Mm -hmm. and crying over a a song or whatever. Like just that scene for me was so heartbreaking. To me, that's one of my favorite performances of the film that I've seen. Best supporting actor. I'm kind of weird about this one because okay. like I don't necessarily have like a deep love for this movie, but Mark Ruffalo's performance in Poor Things okay. was great. Like I just, his performance was the best part of that movie. I think best supporting actor is going to be Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, I can see it. But to also have Iron Man and the Hulk in the same category, I'm not mad. I don't hate it, but I do think Robert Downey Jr. is going to take it. Oh, absolutely. I do wish there's like a my friend from work moment for them. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Can we have Chris Hemsworth present Best Supporting Actor? That's where I'm at. <laughs> yes. And if it goes to either Mark Ruffalo or, or Robert Downey Jr., he like goes to like the Oscar goes to, oh, my friend from work. <laughs> right. <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. or Mark Ruffalo. Like, it'd be so cute. That's the Christmas card moment we want, right? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. That's- absolutely. All right. And last but not least, best animated motion picture. I mean, I want it to be elemental, 100%. I want it to be them so bad. I feel like Miyazaki is going to win, given how he's been winning other awards, Mm -hmm. which is fine, which is fine. You know, he does amazing work. His movies are beautiful and insane. But personally, I'm out here crying for elemental still. So I would love if they won. I agree. I would love if elemental won. I see Miyazaki's track record and I think he's definitely on track to winning. I also wouldn't be surprised if across the Spider-Verse won. I know the Oscars doesn't like superhero anything, but this was visually stunning. Oh, absolutely. It was beautiful. We have a wish list. We have an Oscar wish list and I'm very happy with it. (laughs) I'm into it. Yeah. So T minus two weeks to the Oscars. Let's make this happen. All right, my friend, I wish you a very merry Oscar season. And I'm looking forward to all the Scorsese shots. Yep, I will see you at the Oscars. (laughs) 
And now it is time for the Spotlight of the Week. Looking for a quick and honest review on an upcoming movie? Check out Parking Lot Reviews, where our lovely correspondent, Miss China, gives her a hot take on a variety of movies the moment she leaves the theater. Follow Parking Lot Reviews on TikTok and Instagram at Parking Lot Reviews. The Fangirls Podcast is brought to you by Believe Podcast Network, and we want to thank you for listening to our podcast. Be sure to tune in every Wednesday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts for a new, fun, fandom episode of the Fangirls Podcast. Looking to move? 24-7 Moving is a full-service moving company based in L.A. At 24-7 Moving, they understand moving can be overwhelming sometimes. And they see this as their responsibility to alleviate the pressure and stress. Their professional team provides fun, friendly, and secure local and long-distance services throughout the U.S. Their highly skilled and well-trained team has combined experience of over 3,000 moves, including commercial and residential. They deliver smooth and stress-free moving and packing services at affordable prices. I've personally used 24-7 moving and have never been so impressed with a team of movers in my life. They weren't just fast and efficient. They were affordable, and the guest service was unmatched to anything I've ever worked with before. For more information, visit them online at 247moving.com. Founded in 2021, the Nerf Herder Co. was created as a way for people to bring their favorite fandoms into their homes and out into the world in a luxurious, chic way. The Nerf Herder Co. offers candles, wax melts, fragrance mists, and now has expanded into apparel. The Nerf Herder Co. offers a wide range of fandoms from Star Wars, Lord of the Rings, Indiana Jones, books such as Akatar, and more. New releases are dropped on an almost weekly basis, and they always love to get suggestions for future releases from customers. Looking to donate some of your old books to a good home? Look no further than your local Little Free Library. Little Free Library is a nonprofit organization based out of St. Paul, Minnesota. Their mission is to be a catalyst for building community, inspiring readers, and expanding book access for all through a global network of volunteer-led Little Free Libraries. For more information on Little Free Library, head on over to the link in our show notes. Tax Pros, an award-winning tax firm dedicated to providing their clients with a full range of advanced tax planning and tax resolution services. With three locations in Southern California, Tax Pros is there to meet you where you are, offering phone and video appointments. Learn more or book an appointment today at TaxPros. Tax, P-R-O-S-E. Looking to donate some of your old books to a good home? Look no further than your local Little Free Library. Little Free Library is a nonprofit organization based out of St. Paul, Minnesota. Their mission is to be a catalyst for building community, inspiring readers, and expanding book access for all through a global network of volunteer-led Little Free Libraries. For more information on Little Free Library, head on over to the link in our show notes. Connect with us on social. You can find the Fangirls Podcast on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook at the Fangirls Podcast. Looking to celebrate a loved one in a fun and unique way? We here at the Fangirls Podcast would love to help you out with a fun birthday, anniversary, or other special occasion shout out. DM us on Instagram for all the details. Moonlight Events is an immersive event company founded by the creators of a Court of Salt and Snow cosplay troupe. Their mission is to bring a touch of magic into everyday life by creating events that make you feel as though you are stepping into some of your favorite fantasy worlds. Follow them on Instagram and TikTok for all their updates. We here at the Fangirls Podcast are not affiliated with the following, the Oscars, ABC Network, or any of the actors or actresses that were mentioned in today's episode. We're just really big fans.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.